everyone, and welcome to the BNB Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I've titled this episode Anything for Love because I feel like Sally, Flo, Bill, and Brooke would do almost anything for love. So it's a very fitting title. It has been a few weeks since our last episode. I hope all of you guys are healthy and you're hanging in there for this quarantine. Hopefully, all this will be over soon and everybody can get back to their crazy busy lives. Without further ado, let's just go ahead and get into our new question because I was really curious about what you guys thought so the question that i put out was which team are you sally or flo and i do want to say this you don't have to be a team you can absolutely be both or neither i was just curious to get an idea of who is liking flo and who is liking sally here is what you guys had to say. It was very close. 52% said Team Sally. 48% said Team Flo. And I did have a couple people who said they were both and a person who said they were neither. I will be honest, I keep going back and forth, flip-flopping. You know I'm not a huge fan of Flo to begin with. So this is very difficult to decide. I really feel like I am Team Sally, but I don't really condone what she's doing to a certain extent. Here is what Marvin S. from France had to say. And let me just preface this with, he pitched a storyline to me about Sally and flow and this is what he's referring to hello amanda i've just finished today's episode do you remember when i pitched the idea of having sally as the lovable underdog and flow as the conniving bitch in sheep's clothing it seems to me that the writers are reversing the roles by portraying sally as a manipulative bitch to make flow look good i'm telling you it's not going to work the fans love and support sally Because unlike Flo, she's a likable and relatable character. B&B writers, I know it's a difficult time, but get your act together. Sally Spectra is a lovable underdog, and Flo would be more convincing as a cold, manipulative villain. Marvin, I do agree. I was very shocked by the storyline. I was very shocked at... Sally just going completely off the rails. And I am still not convinced that Flo isn't a manipulative villain. Ken C says, I am shocked about how she faked an illness to stay close to Wyatt, but I am team Sally all the way. Flo, just because you saved your aunt's life, which was nice, 
You still went along with keeping Beth from being with Hope. You knew it was wrong for Dr. Cunningham to do that. Yes, Ken, I, I completely agree because that is what I have a hard time getting over. She did do that. And I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what they're trying to make us believe. She was never going to tell the truth. She would have kept that secret if it wasn't for Douglas. She never would have told the truth. Miss Independent Woman says, I don't like Flo, period. Never did and never will. Kathy Kelly says, Flo all the way. Sally turned out to be a true spectra. You're right, Kathy, and that's what everyone is going to say when the truth comes out. Thank you guys so much for your comments. You know, I love Love to hear what you guys think. Now, let's get into the news. The big news right now is that the B&B is officially out of new episodes. So, they are going to be doing themed weeks. And this week, it is Monte Carlo. So, it is about their many shoots they've done on location in Monte Carlo. So instead of just going dark, I have decided that I'm going to do a few different things and that way I could still give you guys content while you're at home and bored. So I have homework for you. I would like you guys to go to YouTube and Look up the very first episode of The Bold and the Beautiful. You can look up the very first week. You can look up The Bold and the Beautiful 1987. You should see it pop up. And I would like you to watch episodes 1 through 5. So the very first week. I am going to have a special co-host. And we will cover the very first season, the very first week, all the way back to 1987. I'm excited because we will get to see how it all began and we might get a different perspective on some of the characters that are still on the show today. I'm excited about it and I'm going to give you guys some time to watch those episodes. And if you don't want to watch, that's okay. We are going to recap it and it's going to be hilarious. So if you don't have time to watch it, don't worry. You can still listen to the episode when I put it out. And I do have some other things in the works that I'm going to put out for you guys. So don't worry. I'm going to try to still come up with things to put out to keep you guys entertained. And that is all the news I have for this week. Enough with the chit chat, let's get to the recap. Okay, so I'm going to be covering the past three weeks. So that's going to be April 6th through the 23rd. So week one, we start at Forrester. Zoe informs Steffi that Ridge has left town suddenly.
Steffi has no idea what's going on with her dad. Then they start talking about Sally. And Zoe tells Steffi she's concerned for Flo because of the whole living situation with Sally and Wyatt. Over at Flo's apartment, Flo and Wyatt discuss how strange it is that Sally is refusing treatment. Then Wyatt goes to see Sally and Flo goes to see Dr. Penny. Meanwhile, at Wyatt's, Sally has set a romantic mood for Wyatt and Wyatt is touched, but he didn't want her to overexert herself. Sally starts reminiscing and she basically begs Wyatt to come back to her. She says that if he agrees, to come back to her and be with her, she will get treatment, which is a lot. That is heavy. Wyatt tells her that he's with Flo and they're going to be with her through all of this as friends. And he can't be more than that. He loves her, just not the way she wants him to. She's basically emotionally blackmailing him. Then she tries to kiss him and he pulls away. And Sally once again apologizes for the infamous slip of the tongue. Over at the hospital, Flo goes to see Dr. Penny. And she basically wants to know if there's anything that her and Wyatt can do to convince Sally to get treatment. Because she doesn't understand why Sally is not fighting to live. She wants to know if there is a reason. Sally is just giving up. Basically, Flo's trying to get info out of the doctor. And Penny keeps telling her that she can't tell her anything because of doctor-patient confidentiality and all of that stuff. So, Flo notices that the doctor has some designs, some sketches, and it immediately makes Flo suspicious. Flo goes to see Wyatt. And Wyatt tells her about the kiss attempt. And of course she's upset. Flo's finally upset about this situation. And he tells her everything. And he lets her know that he set boundaries for Sally. Back over at the hospital, Sally and Penny have words because Penny wants this over with. She's getting cold feet and she's had enough. Sally convinces her to give her more time. She just needs to get through to Wyatt. There's no way she's going to lose Wyatt to Flo again. Now, back over at Forrester, Brooke is searching for Ridge and he's not answering her calls at all. She's very upset and Donna comes in and offers to talk to Katie on Brooke's behalf and see if she can get Katie to forgive Brooke. And it's obvious Brooke does feel really bad about what happened. Over at Eric's, I had been waiting for this, and it was a little disappointing, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I expected Eric's reaction to be way more angry than this. So, at Eric's, he is obviously upset with Quinn, and she's acting like he shouldn't be mad at her at all, which I think is making him a little more mad. But Quinn refuses to apologize for what she's done to Brooke, and you can tell Eric is really disappointed. But Quinn is good at talking her way out of trouble. And she makes a comment that she hopes Ridge is with Shauna. Meanwhile, Ridge takes off with Shauna on the private jet 
to Las Vegas. Shauna has agreed to show Ridge the town that she's from. And Ridge wants to get to know her better. I find this a little strange. Like, talk about rebound. Like, it hasn't even been a whole, like, day. So, those two are bonding and she's distracting him from everything at home. Back at Forrester, Quinn runs into Brooke and begins to taunt her about Ridge. She also continues to gloat. And they have words again because, you know, Brooke and Quinn are like oil and water. Brooke won't allow Shauna to be with Ridge, period. Which Quinn thinks is hilarious. Back over at Forrester, Donna meets with Katie to discuss Brooke. Poor Katie, she is so upset. She cannot believe they betrayed her again. And Donna really pushes Katie to try to forgive Brooke and Bill for Will's sake. And Katie says that she wants to forgive them, but this time they have pushed her too far. Back over at Brooke's house, Brooke is still trying to get in touch with Ridge and Bill shows up. Brooke freaks out. And she's like, uh, you can't be here. We can't be seen together. And he basically just says he stopped by to show his support, which in my opinion was a dumb move. And Brooke says, look, we have to stay away from each other. Like, period. And Brooke tells him that they are going to save their marriages. Bill leaves and Brooke continues to try and get in touch with Ridge. And she is getting really worried and she starts daydreaming about being with him again. I do have to say, I do feel bad for Brooke a little bit because she made a mistake and she regrets it. Ridge made a mistake. Ridge made multiple mistakes and he regrets them. And I don't see why he can't try to see her side of it. And I would feel different if Bill and Brooke were having an affair or if this was like a secret meeting that was planned or they kissed multiple times. Then I would be like, okay, I get it. Now we head back to Vegas. Shauna and Ridge are painting the town red. He's exploring Vegas with his personal tour guide. Ridge does feel a little bad, you can tell, because he keeps getting Brooke's voicemails and texts. And Shauna tells him he should call her and talk to her. But he insists that he will deal with everything in L.A. later. For now, he only wants to concentrate on having fun and spending time with her. Again, which she has said multiple times, Shauna is... In shock, she just can't believe that Mr. Beverly Hills wants to spend time with her. Okay, we get it. We get it. She actually calls him James Bond. And I'm like, really? She calls him James Bond. Um, the total package. Just, w just hold on. This shows how much she really doesn't know Ridge. Okay? Because she won't be thinking that when he's doing the same thing to her, right? She won't be thinking he's so perfect when he's cheating on her with Brooke. 
because that's what Ridge does. He gets with someone else to hurt Brooke and punish her, and then he starts seeing Brooke again, and eventually he goes back to her. This is what he does. Then Shauna says she's trying to protect herself because she is in love with him, and she's scared of getting hurt. She thinks he should just go back home and work things out with Brooke. Then Ridge does admit that he has feelings for her, and they kiss. And that brings us to the end of week one. Now, let's get into week two. April 13th through the 16th. We start out in Vegas. Ridge and Shauna continue to make out and get closer. Shauna has a whole VIP experience planned for Ridge. They drink and they dance together. And it's obvious these two do have chemistry and Shauna makes a comment she says that she's never met a man she wanted to spend her life with up until now which that's very shocking to me they're having fun and they continue to bond and Ridge keeps thinking about Brooke and Bill's kiss he can't get it out of his head and Shauna thinks that Ridge loves Brooke too much Basically, she's trying to talk him out of being with Brooke. Ridge and Shauna decide they're going to go out on the town and enjoy all Vegas has to offer. Now we head over to Eric's. Brooke has stopped by to see him and Eric is very disappointed in Brooke. Brooke explains that the kiss was a huge mistake and she's trying to tell him what happened and Quinn walks in and interrupts their conversation. She starts to go in on Brooke and Eric tries to stop her, but he can't stop these two from fighting. That's a losing battle. Brooke wants to know where Ridge is. Eric doesn't think Brooke should blame Quinn, but of course she does. And Brooke demands that Quinn tell her where Ridge is. Quinn and Brooke continue to fight. Eric gives up and goes to bed. And Quinn wants Brooke to give Ridge some time alone. But Brooke is too smart for that. She knows he's not alone. And Quinn keeps taunting her. And Brooke is getting more angry and more angry. And she demands to know where Ridge is. But Quinn is not telling her anything. Brooke leaves and she goes home. And she has a good idea. She calls the pilot of the plane and she finds out where Ridge is. And she informs the pilot, Nate, that he has to find Ridge and bring him home, no matter what. Over at Wyatt's, Flo and Wyatt spend time together. And it's obvious that Flo is getting suspicious of Dr. Penny. She tells Wyatt that she saw the sketches on her desk and she thinks it's really weird. But Wyatt thinks it's nothing because lots of people are into fashion. Then Flo drops a bomb on Wyatt. She tells him she wants Sally to move out. She wants Wyatt to ask Sally to leave. Wyatt is shocked that Flo wants Sally to move out. And I don't think that he agrees. Flo thinks that this is all just too much for him and her. 
And she wants Wyatt to put Sally in an institution with medical professionals. Wyatt does not want to ask Sally to move out. You can tell he does not want to. And Flo does admit the almost kiss really bothered her a lot. And she claims she's doing this for Sally. Over at Wyatt's, Sally talks to Dr. Penny about their plan over the phone. And Sally warns Penny that Flo cannot be trusted. She is not really her friend. And that she just needs to hang in there. Because this is all going to work out. She just needs more time. Penny is very upset because she is definitely tired of this whole thing. She's stressed out and she's worried. And basically Sally has to convince her to just stay on course and it's all going to work out. And honestly... At this point, when I was watching it, I was like, oh my gosh, Penny, just shut up and stick to the plan. I mean, you already are in it now. Sally is convinced that her plan's going to work. You agreed to this crazy plan. So just do what you're supposed to do, right? Because they keep having the same conversation over and over. And I'm like, come on. And Sally is definitely determined to get rid of Flo. Bill and Quinn have words at Forrester about what she did to him. And Quinn gives him some advice. She tells him if he really wants to be with Katie, then he will stay the hell away from Brooke. And Bill tells Quinn there's no way he's going to let her just get away with this. This part made me laugh. Ridge wakes up in Eric's house with a hangover. And when he opens his eyes and looks up, he sees Brooke sitting in a chair with her arms crossed waiting for him to wake up. She's really glad he's back. And Ridge is a little surprised to see her. She just tells him straight up she wants to work it out. She wants to get back together. They've been through way worse than one stupid kiss that was a mistake. She gives him a hug. He doesn't say anything, yes or no, and she leaves. Ridge gets a call from Shauna, and he tells her he doesn't remember anything after they left her apartment. I think he might be lying a little bit. Shauna gives him the goodbye speech. And she only wants what's best for him. And then she says goodbye. Over at Wyatt's house, he gets a call from Flo reminding him that they need to ask Sally to move out and that she's on her way over. So Sally comes out of the bedroom and Wyatt tries to convince her again to get treatment. He begs her to fight for her life. Then Flo walks in. And they tell Sally it's time for her to move out. Sally is shocked by this news. She did not see this coming. And they say they want what's best for her. They can't take care of her. She needs to get treatment. And Sally is nice about it. She doesn't even get mad. She's mad, but she doesn't show it. She's super sweet about it, actually. 
Flo leaves and Wyatt tries to explain to Sally why they're asking her to move out. And she gets it. She hears him. She is very upset. And she gets up to pack. And she insists on leaving. Sally tells him that treatment's not an option. And he says he will be by her side all the way until the end. And Sally tells him leaving him will really be hard. And that they would be together if it wasn't for Flo. Over at Forrester, Quinn and Katie run into each other. And they have a heated discussion about how Quinn hurt her to get to Brooke. Quinn says, don't shoot the messenger. But that is usually what happens. What shocked me was Quinn would not apologize. I actually expected her to say how sorry she was that she didn't go to Katie first and tell her, give her a warning or whatever, how she just didn't care, basically. I expected her to apologize for at least that, but she did not. And then they start talking about Sally. And Katie says the kiss is not as bad as dying. Quinn actually says she feels sorry for Sally, which surprised me. And she does finally admit that Wyatt definitely did and does have feelings for Sally. Now we head over to the hospital. Flo has gone to harass Dr. Penny again. Flo pressures her to tell her more about Sally's condition. Once again, Penny is visibly uncomfortable and she tells Flo she cannot give out confidential information about her patients. And she's like, look, there's nothing anyone can do for Sally. And Flo tells Penny that they've decided to ask Sally to move out, which shocks Penny. Then Dr. Penny gets paged and she has to leave. She leaves Flo in the office by herself, which was stupid. And Flo gets on her laptop and starts snooping. She's trying to get any info she can. Then she reads something that shocks her. And she says, oh my God. And that's how the week ends. Now we head into week three, which was last week. It's April 20th through the 23rd. The show opens at Wyatt's with Wyatt and Sally. And Sally is upset. She thanks Wyatt for helping her and letting her stay with him. And she's saying all these things and she's trying to guilt him. Then she says she wants to make sure that Flo is still going to let him be with her at this facility. Or is she going to take that away too? Wyatt doesn't want Sally to blame Flo, but of course she does. And he is sticking to his, we can't take care of you, you need more help, you need doctors speech. He does feel bad. You can tell. He feels really bad and then he leaves. Now we head over to the hospital. Flo is snooping on Dr. Penny's computer. Penny comes in and she's annoyed that Flo is still in her office. She gets very firm with Flo and tells her Sally's health 
is her business. Be supportive for as long as this lasts. And I thought, curious choice of words. Over at Forrester, Quinn and Katie are discussing Sally and Wyatt. And Wyatt walks in. He tells them that he told Sally to move out. And they are both shocked. But he does cover for Flo. He does not throw her under the bus. But they can tell he's hiding something. Back over at Wyatt's, Sally texts Wyatt that she started packing and it was wearing her out. So she has to rest for a bit. And she makes sure she puts this to make him feel guilty. She adds, sorry, I know you need me out of here. I'm doing the best I can or whatever. And I'm like, wow, that's brilliant. Like, she's really guilt tripping him. What a nice, that's a nice touch, honestly. I secretly love Sally getting a little revenge on Flo. Sally gets a call from Dr. Penny. And they discuss Flo and how nosy she is. Sally tells Penny that she has to figure out a way to get rid of Flo for at least a little while. Then there's a knock at the door and it's Flo, so they hang up. Flo comes in and Sally thanks her for everything that she's done for her. And Flo asks, really, all those kind words, do you really feel anything but hatred for me? And this takes, like, catches Sally off guard. And Sally's like, um, I don't hate you. And it's obvious that Flo is now extremely suspicious. Sally starts getting really sick all of a sudden. So she's got her walker and she's hobbling around. And Flo throws a fake snake on the floor in front of her walker. And Sally freaks out she loses it we all know sally is scared of snakes she pushes the walker away from her jumps up and down runs across the room jumps on top of the window seat then runs over jumps on the couch and she does not look sick at all now flo knows sally is faking she walks up to sally and she rubs her fa- her hand on her face And she says, I knew you were faking. It's makeup. You are done. Just wait until Wyatt finds out you might as well be dead. Because he will want nothing to do with you. And that's how Monday ends. So that brings us in to Tuesday. The show opens at Forrester Creations with Katie, Quinn, and Wyatt. Katie freaks out because Wyatt kicks Sally out. At first, Wyatt covers for Flo, and he doesn't admit it's her idea. But Katie puts the pressure on, and he finally admits it was Flo's idea. And that's what Flo wants. Of course, Quinn takes up for Flo. No shock there. Wyatt pleads his case that him and Flo cannot take care of Sally. She needs professionals. Katie worries this might send Sally over the edge. And shockingly, Quinn actually agrees with Katie. She thinks Sally is going to be upset and resent Flo. But dumb Wyatt is like, oh no, 
Sally and Flo are friends now. They don't hate each other anymore. Okay, the king of denial. He assures them that they, meaning him and Flo, will be there for Sally no matter what. Now we head back to Wyatt's house with Flo and Sally. Flo is pissed and she tells Sally that all of this is just a disgusting lie. Sally denies it. She sticks to her, I'm sick, how dare you? And Flo keeps insisting that she's not sick. Sally claims that it was adrenaline that allowed her to run around in all of these things. And Flo does not buy it. She grabs Sally's walker and yanks it out of her hands and demands that Sally admit she's not dying. Sally sticks to her story. And then Flo tells her that she went to see Dr. Penny and she knows the truth. Finally, Sally has had enough. And she admits that she did all of this because she loves Wyatt. And that she was not going to lose him again. And ultimately, Flo got what she wanted because Sally admits she is not dying. (gasps) I did not think she would admit that. And that is how Tuesday ends. So that brings us into Wednesday. The show opens at Spencer Publications in Bill's office with Wyatt and Bill. Bill is in a bad mood. He's yelling and stomping around and he's pissed off at Quinn and he tells Wyatt as much. Wyatt tells him that he just saw Katie and they talked about Sally. And Bill is mad so he says, is she dead yet? And I'm like, wow, Mr. Sunshine. Wyatt tells him that Sally seems like she's doing better than expected and he tells Bill that he's kicking Sally out and Bill is shocked like we all are then Wyatt finally admits that he doesn't really want to kick Sally out but he doesn't feel he has a choice because that's what Flo wants and he regrets the way that things ended with Sally He finally feels that he was too hard on her about the infamous slip of the tongue. But Bill assures him he's made up for that now with all the things he's doing for her. And that all that matters is that Wyatt is there for Sally until the end. Now we head over to Wyatt's with Sally and Flo. Sally explains that she did all of this for Wyatt to get him away from her. She needed time alone with Wyatt to get through to him. She feels that Flo is his past and she is his future. Then Flo is really pissed and she tells Sally she was actually heartbroken for her. But now she hates her for doing this and for hurting Wyatt and Katie. She lays into Sally. How could she do this? Lie to everyone she loves? Trick Wyatt? How could she involve herself in such a heinous lie? Stop. Just everybody stop. Wow. You mean 
such an unforgivable, heinous lie like stealing his niece from her mother and lying to him, to his face, that you are devastated to give up your baby for adoption, to get close to him, something like that, Flo? Glass houses, pot kettle, just saying. Flo tells Sally that she's pathetic and that she thought Sally was better than this. Wyatt is going to be devastated. He's going to hate her. He's going to feel so betrayed. Flo gets her phone out and she's about to text Wyatt. And Sally begs her to wait and let her come up with a story. She can say there was a mix up with the test or there was a cure, but don't hurt Wyatt because he's going to hate her. Then Penny walks in. And she realizes they are busted. Flo tells them that she is going to expose both of them. And Sally tries to explain how their plan worked. Using Katie to spread the info. And spending time with Wyatt. And the more she explains, the matter Flo gets. Flo tells her she is emotionally blackmailing Wyatt. And it's ridiculous. Then Sally makes a really good point. Why does Flo get to kidnap his niece and lie about it for months and months and months and get away with it? And now everyone thinks she's this saint who can do no wrong. That is a really good point and the same question I've been asking for months. They try to defend themselves. Sally and Penny. They try to make Flo see their side of it. But Flo does not want to hear any of it. She tells them they are done. They are both going to lose everything. Then Penny picks up a candlestick and hits Flo in the head with it. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I couldn't help but laugh because immediately I thought of, it's Penny in the living room with the candlestick. I just get, it was just hilarious. So she hits Flo in the head and Flo immediately falls down and is completely unconscious. Sally falls down with her and she... Looks at Penny in complete shock. And that's how Wednesday ends. Now we head into Thursday. The show opens in Bill's office with Wyatt and Bill. Wyatt asks Bill if he regrets kissing Brooke. And he does regret the kiss because he loves Katie and he wants to be with her. Not Brooke. Wyatt asked what he does with the regret because he has a lot of it when it comes to Sally. And Bill basically says all he can do is be there for her until the end. Wyatt really appreciates all the support that he's been getting from Bill and Katie. And then Wyatt, he cannot help himself. He asks Bill how he could hurt Katie like that. Then Bill starts raging again. And he says he made a mistake and he's sorry for it. If he could take it back, he would. Bill tells Wyatt that if he really loves Flo, he needs to protect their love. Now we head over to Forrester Creations with Katie and Donna. 
Katie is worried about Will and how all this mess will affect him. Katie tells Donna that she can't just get over that kiss because she's too hurt. It was so humiliating. Donna, of course, encourages Katie to keep her heart open to forgiveness. Katie is not naive, right? She can see that Brooke and Bill are sorry, but they've been sorry before. Katie does admit that she pushed Bill and Brooke together a long time ago, and she always regretted that. But she was depressed, so, I mean, you know. But Katie feels lucky when she thinks of Sally, because being heartbroken is way better than dying. Then, Bill walks in, and Donna leaves so that they can talk alone. And he says that he thinks pretty soon Flo will be a Spencer. Bill begs Katie not to shut him out. He won't let her go. He can't. Katie explains that she was humiliated in front of everyone and caught off guard because she honestly thought this would never happen again. And until the shock wears off, she doesn't want him to push it. Bill agrees that he will try not to. But it is Bill. Okay, we all know how he is. So, Bill tells Katie he thinks once Sally's gone, Wyatt will propose to Flo and make her a Spencer. Now we head over to Wyatt's with Flo, Penny, and Sally. Sally is in shock that Penny hit Flo with the candlestick. And Penny says she panicked. And I'm like, you can say that again. Penny checks Flo to make sure she has a pulse. And she does. They are both worried that she might have a head injury. And they are panicking. They're both in panic mode. Wyatt cannot come home and see this. So Penny has a little meltdown. And Sally's like, stop. Because we don't have time for meltdowns. They have to get rid of Flo. And they're trying to figure out what to do now. And then Sally gets a text from Wyatt. And he's on his way now. Basically, Sally tells Penny they cannot take her to the ER. So they are going to have to kidnap her. And I'm like laughing. I'm like, oh, they're taking a page out of Quinn's playbook. So Flo didn't drive. So there's no car to worry about. So that's good. They decide to put Flo in Penny's car. So they start dragging her across the floor to the bedroom. So they can use the back door and put Flo right into Penny's car. As they are doing this, they hear Wyatt's car pull up. So they start really trying to drag Flo faster so that Wyatt doesn't see what's happened. But they are having problems moving her because she's dead weight, so to speak. Then Wyatt goes to put his key in the door and drops it. He bends down, picks it up, puts the key in, opens the door. He walks in and he looks around. And then he looks towards the bedroom. And his eyes get real big with shock. And he says, what the hell. And that's how Thursday ends. Talk about a cliffhanger. Wow. 
And now we have to wait for who knows how long because they are officially out of new episodes. But man, what an exciting way to leave off. So that brings us to the end of the week. It was pretty exciting. Now it's time for my favorite part when we get to analyze this and I get to complain. Let's talk about Brooke first. I feel a little bit bad for her because it's such a double standard, right? She forgave Ridge for all of his mistakes. And they were a lot. Like, not trusting her at all when it came to Thomas. For kissing Shauna multiple times. I actually hope she does win in the end and that he forgives her. I do think Shauna might be a problem. But we'll have to just wait and see. Also, you may not agree, but I thought Brooke going to get Ridge using the captain of the plane was so badass. I would have done the same same thing. I am not just going to hand over my husband to you. No way. I thought that was such a cool thing to do. And I liked that Ridge woke up like, what the heck? Speaking of Shauna, she claims she's not coming back to L.A. But I don't buy it. I think she will be back. Let's talk about Ridge. He is infuriating to me. He can never put himself in other people's shoes. Like, he can't put himself in Brooke's shoes for a second. It's not like he's... Husband of the year, right? Um, give me a break. Ridge has a reputation just as scandalous as Brooks. And you know what? I hope he comes to his senses and forgives her. Let's talk about Wyatt for a second. I have mixed emotions about Wyatt. I honestly thought that Wyatt was more like Bill than Liam. But he consistently allows the women in his life to make decisions for him, which is more like Liam. He always seems like he's agonizing over something. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm so sorry that you have two beautiful women who both want to be with you, you poor thing. So on one hand, I do feel sorry for him because, you know, she... It's pretty horrible to make someone think you're dying. But on the other hand, it's like, oh, I I feel so sorry for you. Not. Like, you deserve it. He deserves it. The way he treated Sally was ridiculous. Now let's talk about Flo. I wish they would have let this play out a little bit longer. Because I think it would have been really fun to see Flo sweat to see her get a little bit of karma i don't feel bad for flo maybe i should but i don't she knew what she was doing when she stole wyatt twice and if you think she didn't know what she was doing you you're crazy you need to watch it again so maybe she is going to get some karma after all because it looks like they are going to lock her up somewhere to keep her quiet, which I think is just hilarious. 
Let's talk about Sally. She was so shocked by Penny's actions. And so was I, honestly. But now I think Sally's going to use this to her advantage. I'm not sure how exactly, but she seems pretty damn determined to make this plan work. And it's obvious that she went over the deep end and has just gone off the rails. She did this once before when she shot Bill's skyscraper, Sky, and when she shot Wyatt's mantle in his house. And it worked out for her last time. But I'm not so sure it will work out for her this time. Last but not least, Bill and Katie. I actually like Bill and Katie together. I think Katie brings out a different side to Bill that no one else does besides his children. But he doesn't deserve her forgiveness, so I'm not expecting it. And I won't even be mad if she can't forgive him. I'll totally understand. Because in my mind... And I might be crazy. I mean, I'm not the most sane person. Brooke was in an emotional state. She was really not herself. And she was very upset. And Ridge was treating her badly. And she was in a state, right? When the kiss happened. What is Bill's excuse? There is none. So, if Katie doesn't forgive him, I will not be shocked at all. So, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. And I know that it's a bummer that we're out of new episodes, but hang in there. I am working on bringing you guys bonus content. Don't forget to watch the first five episodes of The Bold and the Beautiful, you can watch them on YouTube for free. And I'm going to give you some time to watch those and I will be back soon with a bonus episode covering the very first week of the B&B. If you have any shows you would like me to cover or you have feedback, comments, Please get in touch with me. I love to hear what you guys think. You can get in touch with me at my website. Or you can get in touch with me on my social medias. And you can email me. I will put all the links in the show notes. Thank you so, so much again for listening. I love all of you guys. Hang in there. Until next time. Bye, guys. Thank you.